Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. Real Estate Coaching Radio is the nation's number one daily radio show for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Get ready for fluff-free, unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what's truly working to get you into action, helping others, and making money now in today's real estate market. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Don't decrease the goal, increase the effort. I hope, hopefully all of you guys are keeping that as your personal mantra for this year. Um, and it's going to be incredibly important that you remember that. In many, and again, we've talked about this. We talk about this all the time on our podcast. In many of the markets, and I'm not going to talk, you know, listen to part one of this uh, series that we're doing on don't decrease the goal, increase the effort. Yesterday was part one. Go back and listen to part one. We talked a lot about the changing markets. And another quick reminder, if you're listening to us in the first, uh, for the first time ever, you can go back and listen to all of our past pod, uh, podcasts. Just go to timandjulieharris.com, click on the podcast icon um, on our website. But also remember, all of you, for homework from yesterday, and hopefully you did it, if you have not started listening to the four podcasts we did on the Market Reset, Real Estate Reset series we did, make sure you go to timandjulieharris.com, go to the search bar, upper right hand of the screen, and there's four uh, podcasts we did on it. You absolutely positively have to have that information internalized. We've given you our actual notes from the podcasts. I want you to print those things out. And the reason we did it is, A, to educate you, but B, give you the ammunition so you can educate your market. This information was uh, very well-researched, it's undisputable. You're going to find yourself feeling very confident when you know what's going on in the market. But more than that, you don't have to live in fear of somebody asking you what's going on in the market. You can actually tell them, well, you know what? I appreciate you asking. We're actually in what's called a phase two market. Can I tell you about that? And then you can give them the elements of a phase two market in whichever way you want to, okay? So make sure you're listening to those podcasts. That was the homework from yesterday. Now, three quick announcements, and I'll do these quick, and we're going to get back to point number two and three and four today. So uh, first quick announcement, those of you who have requested a free coaching call, I know we had a, literally hundreds of you asking for free coaching calls over the last few days, normal this time of year, but we have caught up, so we are able to uh, provide free coaching calls the same day you request one, sometimes the same, literally at the moment you request it. So just go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com, and just by requesting your free coaching call, we're going to give you six, I actually think it's seven free books. The two I want you to pay most attention to is the Real Estate Treasure Map, which is your 2019 fill-in-the-blank business plan, and I also want you to download and read um, Think and Grow Rich for Real Estate. Okay, So those two books are the perfect books for you to start the year, continue your momentum. A lot of you guys, because you were listening to us last year, know that your actual fiscal year started in uh, the beginning of fourth quarter of 2018, so you're already having great momentum. I'll give you guys a real quick example. I had a great um, coaching call this morning with Rob Johnson. He's uh, one of the top agents in the country, um, and he's in Greenwich, Connecticut. And this is real, guys. Rob's already got over $50 million closed and pending for the year. And what is today? January 9th. He's already got $50 million closed and pending for the year. So Rob is going to do well over $100 million. 
And this is a true story. I've been coaching Rob really since he started selling real estate. It's been about four or five years. And he's gone from just doing houses here and there to now one of the most successful agents in the country. I take 1% credit for it. 99% goes to Rob. Just an absolutely fantastic guy. If you have any business that you need to send up to the Greenwich, Connecticut area, look up Robert Johnson. Number two, announcement number two, we are hiring. Tim and Julie Harris Real Estate Coaching are hiring, and we are looking for uh, folks that want to fulfill two different positions. The first one is we need real estate coaches. Now, in order to be a real estate coach for us, you have to be a Harris certified coach. So here's, you have to take a class. You have to pass a test. You have to basically, you know, basically been through six months of training before you can start coaching with us. You're not just going to basically send me an application, wazzle and dazzle me with your resume about all your certifications and your degrees and all your awards. It doesn't matter. You have to be able to coach for us to our standards. I just want all of you to know that because every time I announce the fact that we're looking for coaches, I always get people thinking that their credentials as being successful agents will make them successful coaches. It won't. Your success at real estate is great, but it does not necessarily mean you'll be a good coach. You have to uh, pass muster with us before we'll assign any uh, clients to you. But we need coaches. So if you're interested in becoming a coach for us, listen to what I'm telling you. Email me directly, tim at timandjulieharris.com. And in the subject line, all I want you to put, this is your first test to see if you can pay attention, follow directions, I just want you to put the letters HCCA. It stands for Harris Certified Coach Affiliate. So send me an email, and I'll, uh, I'll have someone call you back, and we'll see if you're a fit for us. And the last announcement is we need folks that are new member coaches. Now, a new member coach is basically on our sales team. Um, our top sales guy last year made like, uh, you know, I don't even say how much he made, but a lot of money. So if you're interested in becoming a salesperson for us, this is a sales role. You would be talking to realtors, explaining to them, um, you know, the ebbs and flows of, you know, our coaching programs, what's a good fit for them, all that good stuff, helping them uh, join. If you're interested in a real sales job, because you'll be held accountable to numbers, you'll be held accountable to numbers of contacts, you'll be held accountable to results, I want you to also email me directly, and I'll put you in contact with our sales manager, Andrew. Email me directly, tim at timandjulieharris.com, and then I want you to put in the subject line, NMC, which stands for New Member Coach. Got it? So those are your, what, four announcements for today. All right, so I don't have any emails to read, and Julie is getting a crown reinstalled, so you guys are just stuck with me. So point number two, yesterday we talked about accept nothing less than your goals you set for yourself in the five areas of life. And today we're talking about point number two, finish what you started last year, past years. <laughs> this, is something, uh, this is something that Julie and I are working on right now. Make a list of your unfinished products, uh, projects and increase the effort to complete them. Set a deadline and get help if needed. Pre-listing package, database cleanup. Realize that some of, the, uh, some of them need ditched instead of done. Now I'm going to drill down on that ever so slightly. Um, make sure that you do not waste time with time-wasting activities. Duh. What's the big point here, Harris? Here it is. A lot of you guys have been doing things to generate leads for yourselves that worked in a seller's market that will not work in this market. I told you guys yesterday, and you all need to write this down. Please do not forget what I'm telling you. If you are thinking about doing any kind of marketing or branding or anything like that, where the sales pitch to you from the salesperson who is on the other end of the phone is telling you it's going to take six months to 12 months before you see any results, your bullshit meter has to, go, has to redline, the gauge has to crack, you have to realize that you are being sold uh, snake oil. And you have to say not just no, but hell no. 
I want you to be very clear on that because a lot of you guys are being solicited by these things, and I know it because I get these emails. And here's a typical email. Or I see you guys at live events. I, when we were out in Hawaii, we're going up to New York City, we're going to uh, Colorado. We, when we are at these events, people come up to us, and they say every time I hear this, Tim, I heard you on this podcast telling me not to do marketing and branding. After you know, 12 months, I had, had to listen to what you said. I wouldn't have wasted 10000 or 15000 on this direct mail campaign or this you know, zip, you know, whatever it was thing, or this, this thing or that thing. I wouldn't have done it had I listened to you. you, I, you know, again, thank you for telling the truth. I wish more people would say what you guys say. This is what I hear constantly from agents across the country, Julie as well. It's the reason that we've become the most successful coaching uh, program for agents. The point is, is that if anybody solicits you trying to basically not promise you immediate results, you need to immediately realize that it's not worth your time. There needs to be a direct relationship, and this is a secondary part to what I was just telling you guys. There needs to be a direct relationship between the money you spend and the results you get. In a market like this, you cannot do anything that's on the will come. You need to, if, if you consider doing anything that involves getting a credit card over, including our coaching program, you need to realize that we are designed to give you guys 30-day results, not it'll take six months or not a year from now. We want you to make money now. And if other people cannot stand behind that level of commitment to you, then you need to just not do it. And you're, you need to trust your instincts and realize that if someone's saying, hey, listen, I'm going to create this branding campaign for you, and we're going to do direct mail, and we're going to do a website for you, and we're going to do all this fancy this on social for you, and you're going to see results in six or 12 months. But you know what? You're going to be famous. People are going to know who you are. That is absolute insidious evil because what they're trying to do is appeal to your ego, not appeal to your business sense. And some of you guys don't have enough business sense to know that just because people may think you're famous on social or get your postcards, that does not mean they're going to call you. That's the thing you guys don't get. So many of you don't understand. Just because you spend billions of dollars on marketing and branding or social networking or all this other crap does not mean your phone's going to ring, does not mean you're going to do a real estate transaction. You can do Instagram videos until the cows come home. It does not mean you're going to do a deal. Social, you know, any kind of offline, by offline I mean, I'm sorry, any kind of online marketing, any kind of direct mail, anything that's passive, Anything that's passive is only there to reinforce the proactive. What all of you do is you do not understand that all the success you want in life is on the other side of doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. All of you live a life of never wanting to hear the word no. We are at this event, a, a recent event, and we are in front of an audience, and I asked the question, and I asked them to write this down, and this is what I said. And I want you to think about how you're reacting to what I'm about to say because it's probably exactly like this audience. How, you are not doing your job, so I said, unless you're putting yourself in a position to hear the word no at least five times a day. The audience gasped. I mean, literally, you could hear a gasp. Um, now, that does not include no from your husband or your wife. <laughs> that does not no, mean no from your children, no from potential customers. If you're not putting yourself in a position to hear the word no, five times a day you're not doing your job. 
Why? What, what are you talking about, Harris? Everyone else tells me I can just do centers of influence and past clients, and I can do all this passive stuff, and people will call me, and all this, and, and basically the sky will rain dollar bills on me. Guys, it's not true. You're just being sold something. That's it. You need to see it for what it is. That stuff does have a place. But it's to reinforce the real work of real estate. And by the way, the real work of sales, which, by the way, is, comes down to doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. Hopefully all of you are clear on that. If not, go back and listen to our past podcasts. Point number three, prioritize plus proactive. Ooh, this is a good point. I wish Julie were on the call so I could give her credit for this because she thoughts this up. Prioritize plus proactive equals productive. Ooh, that's good. <laughs> prioritize your actions every day based on the priority as it relates to profit. Actions which leads to income must take priority. Be intentional with your time. Hey, you know what? That's what we just talked about, isn't it? So I'm going to read that again. Damn, that's good. Good job, Julie, if you listen to this and replay. Prioritize plus proactive equals productive. Prioritize your, day, your actions every day based on, your, on the priority as it relates to profit. Actions which lead to income must take priority. Be intentional with your time. I don't think I can drill down on that any more than I already did. And she threw, of course, Julie, threw a ni nice Mark Twain quote in here. Mark Twain said, it's your job to <laughs> it's your let's see, it's your job to eat a frog. It's best if you do it first thing in the morning. And if your job is to eat two frogs, it's best to eat the, the biggest one first. <laughs> okay, what does that mean? Obviously. Doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. The best time to do those activities, going to Orange Theory, making the proactive phone calls, and going to talk, you know, putting yourself in a position to say no. The best time to do that always is going to be in the morning. Why? It's simple because most people, including you, are in better moods in the morning. Why? Because you've had sleep, but because you're physiologically more in balance than you are towards the middle or the end of the day. It's, guys, it's that simple. Everyone's hormones, no matter how old you are, are more in balance in the morning, and you've had sleep. So chances are you're going to have better energy and enthusiasm, better, better mental acuity. As I struggle to say the word mental acuity, that was kind of funny. You're going to have, you're going to be more sharp in the morning than you will in the afternoon, or let alone the evening. Now, some of you are freaks. And you're going to not find that to be true. But 99% of you are going to do better in the morning. And here's the other reason why you always want to do the heavy lifting in the morning, that Mark Twain quote. It's because you want to do the heavy lifting in the morning because otherwise you won't do it. You know, as well as I, if you don't do it first thing in the morning, you're, and you say, I'm going to do it in the afternoon, oh, it didn't get done. I'm going to do it in the evening, didn't get done, I'll do it tomorrow. Then one day of being a slacker becomes two, becomes a week, becomes a month, becomes a quarter, becomes six months, becomes a year, and then you have a crappy year. Ever happened to any of you? You guys listening to what we're saying? Point number three. I haven't read this point yet, so practice habit stacking. Oh, I have read this one. This is an act of attaching new habits to old, existing and old habits. For example, if you always brush your teeth before you shower, add the habit of looking at your goals between your toothbrushing and your shower. The habit will uh, form more quickly and be more effective. I, uh, I read a lot of uh, – uh, books by like you know successful people and whatnot, and just to you know tag on to Julie's point there, uh, another little hack would be a simple time-saving hack is don't brush your teeth and take a shower. Brush your teeth in the shower. It's a serious, it's a silly little point that I'm making, but the thing is, is if you start looking at all the little efficiencies you can bring to your day, you can easily add an extra hour of time to your day if you just do a couple hacks 
Julie and I take supplements every morning. Uh, Julie and I, I make a Julie and I a smoothie every morning, you know, protein and whatnot and, you know, all that stuff you're supposed to be feeding your body with in the morning. And I make it the night before. And I get the supplements together the night before. That way in the morning when Julie and I get up, we're not having to play chef and we're not having to do all the other Mickey Mouse. We're just hitting the ground running, doing all of our heavy lifting first thing in the morning. Julie and I have personally been in that habit for probably, I would say, at least – 15, maybe 17 years, and it makes a huge difference. Because that way, guys, if your afternoon comes unraveled, you know, this closing happens, that closing happens, this bit of drama happens, that drama happens. It happens in the afternoon. It rarely happens in the morning. And the other thing that's really cool about working efficiently at your highest level in the morning is that you're going to find very few other agents do operate like that. So you're not going to get in a bunch of annoying phone calls, texts, and emails, uh, you know, about this bit of drama or that bit of drama. You can just focus on doing the things that are most important to you so you move the needle significantly in your business. All right? Does that make sense? It does indeed. All right. Uh, Julie also said, your success in life is based on the accumulation of habits uh, you practice. In other words, the accumulation effect, and we've talked about that on the podcast. And Julie uh, has given you guys a suggested book, Habit Stacking, 97 Small Changes That Take Five Minutes or Less. It's by someone named S.W. Scott. I'll read it again. Habit Stacking, 97 Small Changes That Take Five Minutes or Less by S.W. Scott. Point number five, have a definite starting and ending time to work every day. It's easier if you uh, make it a. Uh, it, it's easier if you make it every day. Period. This increases both your productivity and the quality of your sleep. Your family will also thank you for this. All right. So, that is something that plagues our industry. A lot of people think that real estate has to be a lifestyle. Now, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys some defining rules. When you own your own business, and you're even moderately successful, you will never stop thinking about it. That is the nature of being a successful person. That never goes away. And it's okay. It's called normal. Once you reach a certain level of success, you're, you're going to have new thought ways bouncing around your head, and you're going to want to think about ways to make your business more successful. Don't beat yourself up about that. A lot of people still to this day get stuck on the idea that somehow magically and mystically they can have perfect balance in life. Perfect balance in life never happens. Never happens. Don't try to earn it. Don't try to achieve it. I have had coaching calls with people who have literally tortured themselves because they have not been able to achieve balance and they feel like there's something wrong with them. But the reality of it was the reason that they were feeling bad about themselves is because they were trying to achieve this mythical thing called balance. In life, at different points in your life, you're going to be focused on different things. Um, we talked about this yesterday. There's five uh, goal areas of life. Listen to yesterday's show. You might find that at one point in your life, when you're in your 20s and your 30s and let's say your 40s, you're focused on physical, family, and financial and educational. You know, you guys get the point. And then when you're older, you might focus more on spiritual. Or maybe there's a time in your life when you're just going to focus, like you're going to so hardcore focus on financial and physical. Those are going to be your two priorities in, in your life. And you're going to get your body in shape and your finances in shape. That's true with most of you. Um, and that might mean that other things might take a back seat. So you get my point. It's normal uh, to always be out of balance as you're trying to work on something or improve some specific area of your life. Remember I told you guys that it's going to save you a lot of stress when you think you're somehow supposed to be in some mystical uh, way of balance. Now, where we get a little screwed up as business owners, because it's not just realtors for this you know, statement, is we don't understand that we can define when we're going to work. 
in real estate, remember I told you this, listeners, especially if you're new to us, it is almost impossible for you to control your time if you work with buyers prominently. If you're working with buyers, you're going to be like a vampire in that you're going to work when other people aren't working, right? You know, you're going to have to work when those people who are your buyers are not working, which means you're giving up the nights and the weekends, which means you're always going to be working because you're working real estate during the day. Most of you work full-time, you know, probably half of your three-quarters time or half-time in real estate. You get my point. If you're focused primarily on buyers, you're going to experience an extreme level of omnipresent stress this year because buyers are going to be the first Lego or the first domino, rather, to start to be jittery in your business because the buyers are going to be the ones when they start seeing an increase in inventory, they're going to say this to you. They've already started, some of you. I'm just going to wait. I think prices are going to fall. Or they're going to say, I'm not sure this is a good time to buy. It seems to me that prices are going to fall. Or the other thing that's going to start happening is, like I said yesterday, the appraisers are going to start cracking down on some of your pendings, and they're going to say, we think based on the current market trends that the value of this property is X less than what the contract price is, even though the buyer and seller are in agreement. And then you're going to be in another situation. Here's what happens. Seller won't reduce the price. The buyer won't pay more. They're going to ask you to chip in your commission. It's going to be a nightmare. Why am I telling you this? If you've built your business, as many of you have in the past you know, seller's market, prominently on buyers, you are going to experience an unnecessary amount of stress in the next few years. Because the buyers are going to be the ones that always are going to be the first to exit the market. Because why? There's no such thing as a buyer that has to buy. I want you all to listen to me on what I just said. There's no such thing as a buyer that, always, that ever has to buy because they can always rent. Or if they own a home, they can stay put. And that's what they do. There's no Okay, Tim, what about a 1031 tax exchange? Nope, someone can just pay the taxes. It's not unusual for someone to do a 1031 and basically be looking at this chunk of profit and say, you know what, I don't want to put it into another property unless I'm positive I'm going to be on the upside. And if I think this property is going to depreciate, I might as well just pay the taxes, the cap gains on it, because it might even be less than what I fear the loss might be if the property depreciates. These are the types of thoughts that happen in buyers' minds in a market like this. So remember I told you there's no such thing as a buyer that has to buy. But in a market like this, listeners, listen to what your coach or maybe what your future coaches are telling you. They are the best opportunities are working with sellers. Why? Because there are always examples of sellers that have to sell, especially in a market like this. You, look, it's not – you guys can be brand new in real estate, and I'll ask you this question. You're going to be able to come up with the obvious answers. Give me an example of a seller that has to sell. Forced transfer. Uh, can't afford it. A financial problem. Maybe there's a you know familial problem like a divorce. They inherited the property. Maybe it's a probate. Maybe it's a, a mortgage reset and they can't uh, afford the reef. You know all these different examples. There are dozens of examples of why a seller has to sell. There are no examples, and there never will be, of a buyer that has to buy. So in a market like this where the money is, where the control is, and how you can have a normal working day is when you actually focus prominently on listings. Because then you can have, for example, my most successful, our most successful agents, and these are agents like the one I told you about at the top of the call, Rob Johnson, they prominently focus on listings. And what that allows them to do is they can have one, sometimes two assistants, Many of them do not have teams, do not have buyer agents. 
They refer their buyers out and collect 25 or 30%. They do not um, you know, try to follow the trend of basically having very, very low profit but high revenue, you know, which is totally stupid in a market like this. These big teams, give me a break. So the reality of it is, is the most profitable agents in the country making 60 to 75% net profit. In other words, they earn 100 grand, they keep before taxes and whatnot, 50 to 75 grand. That is the business model that you want to be pursuing in a market like this. It's because they're listing agents. And again, real estate treasure map, it walks you through that. We give you that book for free. Just go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com and fill it out, and you'll discover what your real estate magic number is, which is, the, which is the number of listings you need at all times. Rob Johnson's is 15 listings at all times, and here's why. His magic number is 15 listings at all times. He's in a market, Greenwich, Connecticut, where it is very much a buyer's market. It is abnormal for a seller to make any money. It is normal for sellers to lose 30 to 50% of what they paid. Are you listening to what I'm saying? In Greenwich, Connecticut, it's normal for someone to pay $4 million, $5 million, and sell the house for three. Normal. That is a normal market. That's what we call a phase three market. That is a real strong buyer's market. Well, Rob has to have 15 listings at all times. Rob obviously treats those sellers extremely well. That's the reason he's in, uh, you know, basically the most successful listing agent in Greenwich after only four or five years. So how does he do it? Basically, he focuses all of his best energies in the morning every single day pursuing uh, sellers. He is a market master. He knows the market. He knows the off-market. When you call Rob up, if you're telling him you're looking for something, you tell him what you're describing – Chances are it's not in the MLS, but chances are he knows two or three of the houses like that. For, for That's basically why he's become so successful, because he's taken the time to become a true market expert. But he also takes lots of time off. He's got a beautiful family, and he, they go here and there. I mean, it's not abnormal for me to talk with Rob and say, hey, we're not doing a call this week, and we're flying to Ireland. Or we're not doing a call this week, we're flying down to Colorado. Or we're going down to Mexico. Or we're taking – it's normal for them to take time off. Because when you have – and he doesn't necessarily work on the weekends unless he wants to. Because when you have listings, it's a professional relationship, and you can delegate um, – you know, basically all the sort of grunt work of, you know, the sign box needs fixed or the, you know, this buyer agent needs let in the house or, you know, this needs done or the ad needs turned in or this, this, the other thing, right? That can be all delegated easily when you're a listing agent. So Rob's magic number is 15, 15 listings at all times. He knows on average, and this is a buyer's market, remember, two or three will sell per month. Listings, this is not, ha this is not going to be um, talking at all about buyers. Now, remember, his average sale price is in the millions of dollars. So two or three selling per month, he's doing pretty good. That is worst-case scenario. Your market, like I had another call today with another coaching client, and his magic number, his average sale price is 250 His magic number is uh, 20 He needs 20 listings at all times. In his market, it's normal if he has 20 listings at all times to sell like seven or eight per month. His commission is 6%. He's making 7500 times seven or eight per month. He's a listing agent. He doesn't work with buyers. He refers all of his buyers out. He has one part-time assistant. That's his business. It's incredibly profitable. When he makes a commission check, he keeps almost all of it. It's not getting split 20 different ways. You guys understanding what I'm saying? This is the reason if you've been uh, curious about how to become a listing agent, if you know you have to become a listing agent, you just from procrastinating it, this is the year where you're going to run out of viable options because chasing buyers – buying buyer leads, doing all these things that worked sort of, kind of, in the past seller's market will not work in this new market.
It's incredibly important that you're clear about that. Look, some of you guys are associated with really fantastic brokerages and brands. Leave the branding and marketing up to them. They do it better than you. You just focus on becoming really good at your skills, becoming excellent and incredibly knowledgeable about your market. You want to make it so you can walk into any situation at any time. It doesn't matter whether it's a party, whether you're waiting in a lobby at a luxury you know, high-rise in New York City. It doesn't matter. Someone comes up to you and asks where the market is. What do most of you say? Well, the market's great. No, it's not. They know it's not. And here you are passing along this Mickey Mouse. You immediately have disqualified yourself from ever being uh, seen with any sort of level of respect or of professionalism. You need to say, answer their question honestly. Say, well, we're in a phase two market. We're in a phase three market. And in a market like this, these are the types of opportunities that present themselves. By the way, are you thinking about uh, selling your house in this market? Because if you are, we do have a list of great buyers that are searching at all times. Or, and say this. By the way, who do you know who's thinking about buying or selling uh, their property that I should be helping in this market? That is a great way to end every single conversation you have with everyone. You know, in the grocery store, you're just exchanging niceties. How was your holidays? Everything was wonderful, blah, 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 blah. Oh, hey, by the way, before I let you go, who do you know who's thinking about buying or selling that I should be helping in this market? You guys see where we're going with this? These are the types of opportunities that arise in a changing market like this because here's what happens. And here's where most of you are you're cloudy in your thinking. The Centers of Influence and Past Client, may, uh, which is a definitely a viable way to get business, most of you, that's the, uh, the spoke, the, rev, the lead generation spoke that you've only pursued. Most of you have pursued it by accident. But that's all most of you ever do. You love that spoke because you never have to hear no. The problem is that spoke only marginally works in a great market. But in a changing market like this, it really falls apart. Why? Because when you are uh, centers of influence and past clients focused, you're relying on your relationships to get you the opportunity. But what happens in a market like this is the sellers, they will still call you out to interview for the property, but they're not going to list with you just because you sent them a pumpkin pie or because you sent them forget-me-not seeds in April or all these other little tchotchke things that people send out. What they're going to do is they're going to interview you. They're going to thank you for all the crap you dropped off their house. And then what they're going to do is they're going to hire the person who walks in there knowing what to say, who they're confident is going to solve the problem. You guys see the difference? We're moving from a relationships-based market to a skills-based market. These things are cyclical. This happens all the time. This is the nature of our industry. Embrace it. Don't fight it. You've heard it from me as clearly as I can say it in the past two days. We've got a couple more days of these podcasts on this particular topic. I want you to take what I'm saying seriously, guys. Here's a, I know most of you, this is what you're going to do. And I, and I know this is true. I'm not asking you to act like this because it's, defo- it's bad, but this is what most of you are going to do. I listened to Tim and Julie Harris. I learned some things. That was a great podcast. You know, I'm sort of interested in their coaching program. I'm going to request a free coaching call. I might join even. But I'm going to procrastinate actually doing. You won't say this, but this is what your behavior will be. Watch yourself. I'm going to procrastinate doing what I don't want to do and I don't want to do at the highest level. And I'm going to look for reasons not to ever have to make myself uncomfortable and hear the words no. So I'm going to go on Facebook or I'm going to go to all these little supportive groups where I'm going to hear people talking about all these gimmicks to get my phone to ring or I'm going to buy some buyer leads because I'm just not ready. I can hear the truth. I know what he's saying is true, but I'm just not ready to actually do it. And here's the problem you're going to run into. You're going to wait too long. 
And the longer you wait, the harder it is for you to basically fix, go back and fix because you're going to build negative momentum this year. It's January. It's the beginning of the year. I'm being as direct, educational, frankly, confrontational and motivational as I possibly can because you need to listen. If you did not listen to us over the past few years, you need to listen to me now. If you do not take the right actions, you will not be in the business in 12 months. Intuitively, you know it's true. Everything that you've done over the past few years, since realistically 2010 or 2011, everything you've done to generate business, you have to assume it won't work as well or won't work at all in this changing market. All the rules are changing. You know what I'm saying is intuitively true. I know you do. So why are you just denying yourself because you don't want to be uncomfortable? That's ridiculous. It really is. Because you don't, you don't think you deserve the success that's on the other side of learning how to be of service to people and help people? Because you're not willing to say the, the things that are necessary because it makes you uncomfortable? Look, I, I'm not asking you to read scripts. I'm asking you to follow dialogues, conversational outlines. You can change the words. I don't care. You just cannot lose the point of what we ask you to say. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Please take this seriously, guys. This is next level. This is what you've been searching for. If there's anything we can do for you, it's freecoachingcallsforagents.com. If you're interested in uh, being a salesperson for us, and you can imagine that's not a lightweight job, <laughs> right? I wish you to email me directly, tim at timandjulieharris.com, and put in the subject line, NMC, and all your contact information. If you're interested in being a coach for us, and I gave a description of what we're looking for at the top of today's show. I want you to email Tim at TimAndJulieHarris.com and put in the words, uh, the uh, letters HCCA, which stands for Harris Certified Coach, into the subject line of that email. We will follow up with you. All right, guys? Stay focused. Do not waste any time. Take action on what we're asking you to do. Thank you for continuing to make this the number one listen to podcast in the nation. I, I mean, for real estate agents, right? I, it's an incredible honor to be in so many of your ears every single day, but please use this information for the betterment of not just yourselves, but for the betterment of the people who you choose to do business with. When you know how to help people, you're going to be solving problems, and solving problems and being of service to other people is the highest and truest purpose of all of us on this planet. Have a fantastic day. I'll talk to you on the show tomorrow. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time, thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.